Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Long before Europeans arrived in the so-called New World, the Americas were home to some of the most advanced civilizations in history. The Aztecs, the Inca, the Maya. But there's another civilization that may have been more powerful than all of them the empire of Teotihuacan. At their ruined capital in Mexico, they left behind soaring pyramids, imposing temples, and a treasure trove of cryptic art dating back nearly 2,000 years. And yet, for all of their might, we know surprisingly little about them. Archaeologists have been unable to decipher their system of writing, and they haven't found a single tomb from one of their rulers. Historians used to believe that Teotihuacan was a peaceful culture, but now, grisly evidence has been found that could point to bizarre rituals and a bloodthirsty legacy. So who were these people? How did they become so powerful? And why did they vanish from history? We're about to find out. Above the ruins, 21st century technology is helping to reconstruct their mystical city. Meanwhile, a team of explorers has discovered a secret tunnel beneath one of their most sacred temples. But where does it lead? To find out, I'm heading south of the border to join the teams that are on the verge of discovering the secrets of Teotihuacan. My name is Josh Gates. With a degree in archaeology and a passion for exploration, my travels have taken me to the ends of the earth as I investigate the greatest legends in history. This is Expedition Unknown. Well, it is very early morning, very chilly, and I'm only about an hour from Mexico City, but you would never know it. I may as well be in another time and place altogether. There are no people, there's no cars, just silence. This is one of the most mysterious places in the world. It is sunrise, and this is Teotihuacan. Sprawling avenues, perfectly constructed platforms, cryptic temples, and immense pyramids. One dedicated to the god of the moon, and this one, 
the Pyramid of the Sun. I could use a lot of adjectives to describe how big it is. I could tell you that it's the third largest pyramid in the world, but the only way to really understand how huge this thing is, is to go to the top. Okay. You got this. You got this. This is fine. You're not gonna die and roll down this pyramid. Let me tell you something I just learned about the Teotihuacanos. Big time into cardio. Here we are. Woo! Oh God, look at that view. God, I hope they have a defibrillator up here. Until recently, we've known relatively little about Teotihuacan. In the timeline of Mesoamerican cultures, they came to power over 2,000 years ago and dominated for seven centuries. They were contemporaries with the Maya, who ruled further to the south, and they collapsed just before the rise of the Aztecs. Since no royal tombs or evidence of mass sacrifice was found here, for years the prevailing belief was that Teotihuacan was a peaceful, communal society, the hippies of the pre-colonial Americas. But from up here, the city and its grand temples look pretty imposing. This pyramid is the centerpiece of Teotihuacan in many ways. It is the perfect symbol for the unknown that is this place. How did something this big, this, this complex get built here 1,500 years before the Spanish arrived in the Americas? Who were the people who built it? And why don't we know more about them? Why isn't Teotihuacan a household name? That is what I'm here to find out. Time to get down, cool off, and get to work. I'm going to speak with one of the most prominent archaeologists here at Teotihuacan, who may be on the verge of a breakthrough. But since it's about 6 a.m. and everyone is still asleep, I've got a few hours before the meeting. I grab a jeep and head about 30 miles to another ancient town, one that's far from abandoned and already wide awake. Mexico City the oldest capital in the Americas and the largest urban center in the Western Hemisphere, home to more than 20 million people. This is also a city that people who have never been to have a lot of opinions about. People worry that it's dangerous. They worry that the food is going to make you sick. Let me set you straight. Mexico City may be a little chaotic, but it has a huge heart, and it is quickly becoming one of the most cosmopolitan, one of the safest, and frankly, one of the coolest cities in the Americas. This city has something for everyone. World-class dining. What What is the Eskimos? Ant eggs. Ant eggs? Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Crunchy. And stores so new, they seem to pop up out of nowhere. They drag the clothes down here, which is better real estate, um, but it's illegal. They have spotters with walkie-talkies, and uh, if any of them see the cops, then all these guys uh, run like hell. I mean, it's a pretty good system. I'm not just here to kill time, though. This is a critical stop on my exploration of Teotihuacan. You see, this wasn't always Mexico City. When the Spanish conquistador Hernán Cortés came over the hill here in 1521, he saw something that took his breath away. A massive city in the center of a great salt lake, home to more than 100,000 people. This was the Aztec capital of Tenochtitlan. The Aztecs were one of the most advanced cultures in the Americas, and they took great inspiration from the empire of Teotihuacan that collapsed just before they rose to power. To find traces of the original city, you have to look underground. 
In the crowded Mexico City subway, where apparently it's pay or limbo day, archaeologists have uncovered stunning Aztec glyphs and even had to build a station around a pyramid. Sorry, 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 Mexico. Some of the city's oldest traditions are alive and well at the Sonora Market. The place to go for anything, everything, and this thing. This is rattlesnake powder, uh, which is used to fight disease, and uh, uh, how it does that is it kills you. This is a spray called Call Client, to get customers to come into your store. Do they have a, they have a call viewers? Fresh mint, rosemary, basil. Do you have shrunken human heads here? Oh, no, they're right here, I found them. I got them. Everything you need for that upcoming dinner party. Coming out of the market, I make my way to Zacalo Square. Beneath it, archaeologists are excavating the Grand Temple of the Aztec capital. To learn what this pyramid can reveal about Teotihuacan, I'm chatting with Dr. Carlos Gonzalez, who's been investigating this place for decades. We really are in the center of the Aztec world here, right? We are in front of the Templo Mayor of the Aztecs. That mm -hmm. was the main building of the city of Tenochtitlan. Many people have heard of the Aztecs, but Teotihuacan we don't know as much about. So when the Aztecs got to Teotihuacan, it was already abandoned. It was already abandoned, but the Aztecs used Teotihuacan as a sacred place to make rituals, to make offerings. When the Aztecs discovered the ruins of Teotihuacan, they were taken aback by the sheer size and craftsmanship of the construction. They believed that this must have been the home of their ancestors and dubbed the city Teotihuacan, or the home of the gods. It's curious that the Aztecs, who were arguably the most violent of the Mesoamerican civilizations, were inspired by a culture that archaeologists have always thought of as peaceful. I head back to Teotihuacan to sort out what seems like a strange contradiction. I link up with Professor Saburo Sugiyama, who has been at the forefront of exploration at Teotihuacan for more than three decades. What, what's been the standing wisdom about this place? Well, uh, more than 30 years ago, we believed that the uh, city was very peaceful, sacred place, communal cities. Uh -huh. Everybody come here, gathered, and did the rituals. And as you've been working here over the years and excavating, has mm -hmm. that view changed? Yes. Saburo made a series of astounding discoveries inside the Pyramid of the Moon. He uncovered the remains of 12 people who appear to have been brutally sacrificed. Most of people were found, their hand on the tide on the back. Uh -huh. They were the warriors because of the thousand of arrowhead and also the pendant of human bones. That's quite a reversal, right? Yes. Anytime you find jewelry made of human bones, yes. you're probably dealing with a group of people who maybe were not totally peaceful. Uh, we found also uh, tools for auto-sacrifice. Auto-sacrifice, so self-bloodletting. Yes, they cut the tongues, they put the teeth, and also penis. Come on. It's, it's painful, but uh, you can try that. No, that's okay. I think I'm, I think I'm fine. Saburo's discoveries at Teotihuacan are rapidly reshaping history. It may be that the Aztecs took more inspiration here than anyone ever realized. They did human sacrifice very often. As much as the Aztecs, do you think? Even more, yeah, possibly. The rituals they made here show political power. This potential power is at the heart of Saburo's latest research, as he tries to figure out just how influential this city really was. Well, we are starting to make a map from the sky to record everything of the ancient cities, huh. including the surrounding areas. Right. 
So I can show you that map if you like. I would love to see it, yeah. To understand the true power of Teotihuacan, we need to take to the air. A helicopter from a nearby airfield lifts us high above the ancient city, and after a moment, it's clear that I've only seen the tip of the iceberg. Look at that! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm in Mexico hoping to unlock the mysteries of the legendary city of Teotihuacan. I'm flying shotgun with Professor Saburo Sugiyama, who's using powerful laser scanners to map the ruins below. So let's take a look at what you got. LiDAR technology uses lasers to see through existing vegetation and construction, giving the user a kind of X-ray vision to see what's underneath. In this case, a shocking surprise. It's enormous. That's, yeah. Wow. Isn't that something? That is wild. And here you see the ancient city. Wait, it extends beyond the ruins? Are there more structures under the surrounding town? Yes. The city is bigger than anyone had previously imagined. Much bigger. Yeah, you can see that the modern city follows the same plan, the same yes. orientation. Yes. That's really wild. So people uh, living there today, their houses are slightly off axis. Uh, uh, and they don't know why, but it's because they're on an ancient street. The LiDAR reveals a sophisticated network of roads, irrigation systems, and even other pyramids that have never been excavated. You can see so many pyramids in these areas. 
Yeah, yeah right there where you see all those trees, it's like yeah, pyramid, big. pyramid, pyramid. Yeah. We say just 5% of the whole city was excavated. You've only excavated 5%. Only 5% we would <laughs> say. This is the true face of Teotihuacan, laid out like a digital carpet. The data reveals that this was the largest city in the New World. Today, thousands of people live on top of it without even knowing. Its newly revealed immense size means that this almost certainly wasn't some commune that expanded over time. This is a megacity that was planned and engineered from the get-go. But by whom? What is for you the biggest mystery about Teotihuacan that has not been answered? We know their power. We feel that. We need to analyze to understand how their power is so strong to make this big, big ceremonial centers. Right. To build an urban center like this would have required an immense amount of manpower and organization, which means the people who constructed it must have been powerful and wealthy. So where did that power come from? I'm back on terra firma to find out. They say the best way to get to know someone is to talk to their neighbors. For the Teotihuacanos, that means heading 80 miles away to the ruins of a smaller culture in the town of Cholula. In America, of course, Cholula is famous for its namesake hot sauce, uh, which it turns out is neither made in nor particularly famous in Cholula. Next, you're gonna tell me that Milky Way candy bars are not made in outer space. I mean, come on. Just because they don't make hot sauce here doesn't mean that Cholula lacks spice. This was a major settlement at the same time as Teotihuacan, and it's still a vital, bustling place today. There's homemade clothing to buy. I'm a tourist. One-of-a-kind souvenirs. This literally has a snake, a bat, and a scorpion in it. Oof, you thought kombucha tea was tough. And tortillas, that can't get any fresher. On my way through the market, I hear a lot of commotion. Meet the voladores, or flying men. They're part Cirque du Soleil, part daredevil act, and all crazy. These guys climb a hundred-foot pole, tie themselves at the waist, and then jump, spinning their way to the bottom. So this, uh, this is an activity that has been going on here in Mesoamerica since ancient times. Very uh, scary, no? No. You're very brave. Con huevos. <laughs> you got huevos. huevos. Can I give it a try? Yes? Yes. Let's do this. Come on, guys. I always wanted to join the circus, and working for tips on an unregulated death trap may be as close as I get. That Josh Gates is really brave. On the far end of the market in the center of town is a massive hill with a Spanish cathedral at the top. But looks can be deceiving. This is no hill. Beneath the earth and vegetation is a temple. In fact, at 1,300 feet long, it is the largest pyramid on earth, even bigger than the pyramid at Giza. To find out what this buried time capsule can tell me about Teotihuacan, I'm meeting with archaeologist Dr. Sergio Suarez Cruz. It is the biggest pyramid in the world by volume. See, it's crazy. I'd love to see it. Please, lead on. Yeah. Okay, into the darkness. We walk into the hill through a portal, dug not by ancient builders, but by modern archaeologists. You can see where all this was chiseled out by hand. Starting in the 1930s, they tunneled into the hillside with almost surgical precision in order to study the layers of history underneath. So, first of all, it seems like there are a million passages down here. Yes, nearly five miles. Five miles of tunnels. Do you ever get lost down here? Claro, sí. Oh, you do? Oh, okay, good. Well, I'm right behind you. Here we go. 
Dr. Cruz somehow navigates through the pitch-black corridors and eventually leads me to evidence that this hill hasn't always been just a hill. Holy moly. These stairs weren't created underground. This is the exterior of the Great Pyramid of Cholula. You really get a sense of how tall this is when you get in here and see this channel that they've cut that actually takes you up the entire side of the pyramid. These stairs are just the outermost layer of the temple, and since all of it is buried, each inner layer has been perfectly preserved. We travel deeper into the darkness until we arrive at the heart of the pyramid, and a stunning surprise. Wow, look at that. Really evocative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. See this skull-like face, this red skull just peering out at you from the darkness. And these are original murals. What you're seeing here is incredibly rare. This is the outside of a pyramid. When we see most pyramids today, they're just stone. But they were originally covered in artwork. Ojos. Oh, face. Face. Look at that, just trapped in time. This art we found predates the Aztecs by a thousand years. We now think with high probability that it's Teotihuacan in origin depicting a spirit of a dry season causing death and famine. What have you learned about the relationship between Cholula and Teotihuacan? This art shows us that Teotihuacan had control here. Their power spread far beyond the borders of their capital. Dr. Cruz and others are discovering that the influence of Teotihuacan was vast. Along with the murals here at Cholula, there are Teotihuacan motifs found at various other sites in central Mexico. What's more, the glyphs appear at the Mayan sites of Matacapan and hundreds of miles away at the Mayan ruins of Ashkintak in the Yucatan. There's even a depiction of a Teotihuacano warrior on a stone tablet as far south as the Mayan ruins of Yasha in Guatemala. We now believe this Teotihuacan culture was immensely powerful. What have you found for artifacts down here? We found ceramic pieces here, as well as very strange blades made from obsidian. Obsidian. Say obsidian. Obsidian is a naturally made type of volcanic glass that's usually black in color. Its extremely sharp edges made it a favorite tool for early cultures. But what's interesting is that 95% of the obsidian we found here is green. Huh, most of it's green. And that's related to Teotihuacan. See, this green obsidian is very, very rare. The other place it's been found is in the sacrifices discovered at Teotihuacan. Sergio is convinced that this strange green obsidian is somehow linked to Teotihuacan's power. His colleague is conducting groundbreaking work 80 miles away that may reveal why. Okay, now we just got to get out of here. Same. Outside of the city of Pachuca de Soto, I meet with archaeologist Alejandro Pastrana, who is excavating one of the most unique sites controlled by Teotihuacan. Hola. Hola. How you doing? Bien. What is this place? This is Sierra de los Navajas. That means Mountain of the Blades. So I take it you're finding obsidian here? Exactly. Why were they mining this obsidian? What was it, what was it used for primarily? The obsidian is a natural glass. That means you can make nice blades. Because obsidian is both uniquely sharp and uniquely strong, it was crucial to making high-quality weapons and tools. But Alejandra's team has discovered something extraordinary here, and he's invited me to see it. Start underground. Though it might not look like it, this area is actually an ancient industrial mine with pits in every direction. His team has discovered over a thousand mine shafts, and he's taking me inside of one to recover an important piece of obsidian at its source. 
This is the mine. Whoa! Alejandro's team has dug a horizontal tunnel to intersect some of the vertical shafts dug by Teotihuacan's engineers nearly 2,000 years ago. How crazy is this? Be careful. Oh, my oh. God. What the this hell? Is really deep. The obsidian is more than 60 feet down. Wow. Isn't there just some obsidian we can get here? <laughs> no, no here. We need to go down. Yeah. I'm going down all right. I'm going down hard. Okay. We gear up to rappel the 60 feet into the mine donning helmets and harnesses to make the descent. Why am I here? To get a rock. Okay, coming down. Okay, into the darkness, here we go. Good okay, nice job. With both feet on the floor, I try not to think about how we're going to get back up, and I follow Alejandro down the tunnel. Soon, he reveals why the Teotihuacanos bore down into these hills. This is the obsidian. Oh, wow. Look at all these pieces of obsidian. This was all from an eruption. The eruption, exactly. Wow. It turns out that millions of years ago, a massive lava flow deposited a mountain of obsidian beneath Teotihuacan territory. This isn't just a mine. It's the mother load. How do we get it out of the wall? We dig around uh -huh. the earth, the ash, volcanic ash, right. and fell down. I see. This mine has zero structural support, which means that chipping away at the walls is a gamble. Alejandro, careful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good piece, yeah? Yes, it's a good piece. This is green obsidian, the same type found under the pyramid at Cholula, and the same type found in the ritual sacrifices at Teotihuacan. We return to the surface to discuss the significance of the find. It turns out this type of obsidian isn't just uncommon, it's all but non-existent. At his nearby workshop, Alejandro shows me how this raw green obsidian was turned into something potent. Wow, it's incredible. I should point out that Alejandro is one of about five people in the world who know how to replicate these ancient tools. Are your blades as good as the ones from Teotihuacan? No, almost. Almost? <laughs> almost. Oh, wow. Lethal. This is really, like, as sharp as a knife, right? Okay, please. So this is really thick leather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's razor sharp. Okay, so now let me try to shave you. No, you're crazy. You should not, sir, you obviously don't know me well. You should not have leaned in. Why is Teotihuacan making so much out of this obsidian? Because obsidian uh, was important for all activities of the culture. It was uh, like the steel of Mesoamerica. Archaeologists now believe that Teotihuacan controlled nearly all of the black obsidian mines in Mexico and the only green obsidian mine. This green obsidian wasn't just unique, it was believed to be magical, a supernatural blade tied to the gods of fertility and life, and Teotihuacan was its only supplier. This kind of obsidian was found in all the place that Teotihuacan has contact. So it, it's interesting, it really changes this image of Teotihuacan as an isolated place. Seems like that they were maybe much more widespread in terms of their influence. 
Green obsidian means power. With the revelation that Teotihuacan was the Amazon.com of supernatural weapons, I speed back to the city's ruins. We now know the source of their power, but there's a huge question that still hasn't been answered. Who was running the show? Unlike the Maya or the Aztecs, a royal tomb of a Teotihuacan leader has never been found. But one of the most exciting digs on Earth is unfolding here that may change all that. This is the Citadel. It is one of the largest compounds inside of Teotihuacan. It's so large that you could fit a sold out crowd from Yankee Stadium in here five times over. So the big question is, what was it used for? In the middle of this massive compound sits an otherworldly pyramid dedicated to a powerful deity. This is the Temple of the Feathered Serpent, or Quetzalcoatl. It's one of the only places at Teotihuacan that you see any sculpture, any carvings. This gives us an idea of how significant this place was. There's clearly this ritualistic feeling about this place, so no question that some sort of ceremonies happened here. But what? We don't know. But there is a guy excavating right here in the middle of this plaza who may be close to finding an answer. It's hard to miss the large white canopy that archaeologists have erected directly in front of the temple. Inside, Sergio Gomez is running the most important excavation in the history of Teotihuacan. Hola. Hola. Hola, Josh. ¿Cómo estás? Nice to meet you. Hello, I'm Josh. Quite an operation you have going here. One of the biggest projects happening at Teotihuacan. There's over 60 people working at the moment. And how did you come to start digging right here in front of the pyramid? One day when I came to work, I was informed that there was a hole in the ground 83 centimeters wide. And my team lowered me into this hole in the ground. In the beginning, we didn't know what it was, but when I went down, I saw there was the evidence of, of a tunnel. You could tell that there was a tunnel. I was able to remove a couple of rocks to see distance going to one side and then to the other. Teotihuacans had filled this tunnel. So that's, that's a good indicator that they put something down there they didn't want people to find. Yes. ¿Quieres ver lo que hay en el túnel? Do I want to see what's yeah, in the tunnel? Yeah, sí, vamos a pasar. It would honestly be a dream come true. Okay, let's do it. Dr. Gomez leads me back through his team's workshop, which looks more like a sophisticated construction site. Helmets, okay. You built an elevator. Well, I can't wait to see what's down here. Here we go. Sergio, you've come a long way since going down this hole on a rope. This is crazy. I've been to more than my share of archaeological sites, and this is, without a doubt, the most high-tech excavation I have ever seen. How deep is this tunnel? 40 to 50 feet. Straight down? Straight down. Wow. And what is this machine doing? Esta máquina está extrayendo the machine is extracting gas radon, which is produced by the decomposition of uranium and the organic material. Uranium. Perfect. The machine is part of a sophisticated ventilation system that purges the tunnel of poisonous radon gas. But that's nothing compared to what lies waiting at the bottom of this elevator shaft. Wow. Let's see what you guys are getting up to down here. My very first step into the tunnel takes my breath away. This is no crawl space. This is an extensive passage leading deep under the ruins. This is the original tunnel that they dug. This is the original ceiling, walls, and floors. And in some parts, you can still see the scraping and the holes from the tools uh -huh. they used. Wow. These blocks that are down here, what did they build down here? At some point, the Teotihuacan people blocked the tunnel 
by creating these walls. This is why we feel so fortunate to be the first ones to discover this place after approximately 1,700 years. This is the kind of thing that movies are made of. You know, this is, this is Indiana Jones type stuff. We move further into the tunnel, where Sergio's men are uncovering artifacts that have been hidden here for nearly two millennia. This is uh, the ceramica. It's intact? It's intact, see, si. it's completa. That looks brand new. See, si. It looks like that was just made. Everything that they have found has been taken out very meticulously, and they have found thousands of objects. Obsidian. And obsidian. Those are obsidian blades. Seeing these blades fanned out like this in a ceramic pot, clearly an offering that was left here. And to have it uncovered in real time, it's just beyond rare to see something like this. That's something you don't find every day. Unless, of course, you work down here. We push deeper, passing trench after trench filled with offerings. Wherever this tunnel leads, it's obviously sacred. Eventually, we reach an area where massive support beams have been erected by the archaeologists. Sergio, what is this? Much bigger supports. We are under now the Temple of the Feathered Serpent. That's above us. So this is some hardcore engineering to make sure that the pyramid doesn't come down on us. See? <laughs> it's in this area that Sergio's team is employing their secret weapon. Whoa, you have a robot. Yes. It is the first time in Mexico that these type of robots are used for archaeological purposes and the second time in the world that wow. they use them. And it has cameras here and a camera on the back? See, si, those cameras. It managed to give them the, the image of the stability and the conditions of the tunnel inside right. before they were able to go in. Let's see it in action. They send the robot to explore a new section of the passage that hasn't yet been excavated. So what are we looking at here? You're controlling it just with uh, a joystick? Yes, a joystick. And how do you, how do you fire the guns? Uh, ah, there it is. The red button, of course. It's always the red button. How deep is this alcove, do you know? It's around 15 feet. It's tough, it gets hung up a lot on the low ceiling. Soft sand and a dead end. The robot reaches the end of the alcove, sending back images vital to determining the tunnel's stability. What have you found back here already? They found 400 metallic spheres made from this mineral that looks like metal, and they were shiny and metal-like. And, and what were these for? We don't know what it was used for, and it's the first time in Teotihuacan that they found this. I know why it was here. Aliens. No aliens. <laughs> Sir, you're the expert, but I'm... I'm pretty sure it's alien technology. One of his ideas is that it resembles a drop of water. Or alien technology. No alien technology. He's with me. You're with me. He knows. He knows. Okay. From here, the passage drops down, leading directly underneath the Temple of the Feathered Serpent and to a newly discovered chamber that might change everything we know about Teotihuacan. So it all leads to this. What is this room? You're standing directly underneath the dead center of the Temple of the Feathered Serpent. The tunnels go out from here alongside the exact axis of the temple. They made this cross-shaped intersection here, directly under the center of the pyramid. How close did they get? It's millimetrica. Millimeters? Si. This is the end of the line. A tunnel 
over a football field long, leading to a mysterious room that's perfectly aligned to the pyramid above. And, and so what, what did you find in this room? I miles. Yeah, they found thousands and thousands of, of objects in this room. Grandes tres esculturas de mujeres. Two statues of women. Two statues of women and one of men. Grandes caracoles. Big conch shells. And what about bones? They have found jaguar bones. Clearly a sacred space, but I'm most puzzled by the strange design of the chamber itself. This room looks very different than the other rooms. Unlike the smooth tunnel, everywhere you look, there are odd, uneven ridges. And within those ridges, Sergio has just made an awesome find. Oh, wow. What is this? ¿Qué es eso? Esto es una, una pelota. Pelota. It's a, it's, a, it's a ball? Sí. For the, for the Mesoamerican ball game. The ball represents the movement of the sun. The sun comes out facing north, and when it starts to set, it goes back down on the underworld. The Mesoamerican ball game was both entertainment and ritual, depicted in murals and carvings alongside human sacrifice. I'm I just speechless, actually. And I've never seen one of the actual balls that was used in the game. If this is the first time they find anything like this in an archaeological research. Anywhere? Nunca. Never. What, what is it made of? The hule. It's rubber. This is extraordinary. Mm -hmm. But the ball, which is linked to the underworld, isn't the only telling find here. Sergio produces their most spectacular discovery to date. Del mercurio líquido que nosotros encontramos aquí. This is mercury. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of, of liquid mercury being found in a place like this. Is that, is that rare? Nunca never before has been found mercury in Mexico, only in the Maya regions of Belize and Guatemala. You found this mercury where? Aquí se encontró in the floor. The discovery of mercury is a revelation. Dr. Gomez and his team realized that this isn't a room. It's a living model of the underworld. The mercury was found in the miniature valleys on the floor, where it shimmered like lakes and rivers. This feels like the underworld. So it's like a, this whole room is like a diorama. Yes, it's a model to represent a, a view. The axis of the world should connect the underworld with the superficial and the heavens. The ball is extraordinary. All of the finds here and the sculpting of the floor, it's incredible. This chamber all but confirms that Teotihuacan was lorded over by immensely powerful religious leaders. It appears to be a place where the elite came for coronations, a literal trip to the underworld to meet with the gods. This is where the new leaders came in. This is the place where they came to the divinities and they came out dressed with the new powers for the governing. If it was also used as a royal tomb, Dr. Gomez believes the bodies may have been cremated and scattered into the darkness. This is off the charts. <laughs> this is really uh, one of the most incredible rooms I've ever been in. Thank you so much for showing it to me. I really appreciate it. Teotihuacan. Once thought to be a peaceful and communal settlement. But science is rewriting history. The city is bigger than anyone knew. Its influence spread wider than we ever imagined. And its power was harnessed through the production of a supernatural commodity. And now this. A tunnel leading to the underworld itself. A place of sacrifice. Of ritual. 
and a portal to confer godlike powers on a select few. It's time this empire was recognized for its true might. It stood alongside the Maya and inspired the Aztecs. They called this place the home of the gods. And down here, in the meeting point between power and faith, I finally know why. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.